0: Welcome to the For Your
1: Soul Podcast, a podcast for your soul. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the For Your Soul Podcast, a podcast for your soul. I am your host, Milton Quintanilla, and I am here with my co-host, Daniel Tanueko. God bless you guys. Yes, God bless you, and it's good to see you, Daniel. You so too. Happy to be here today. Yeah,
0: it's been a long time, man. We've been having our journeys, but God is faithful, right?
1: Amen, yes. It definitely <laughs> has been a long time since since we've last recorded, and as you know, we've recently put out our first episode so far, yes. right? Uh, at the time of this recording, it's been almost two weeks since our, our, our release, and you know, and I just want to just take a quick minute and just, you know, just thank God for uh, allowing us that opportunity because people have been responsive. You know, I I have been getting, I get feedback every now and then saying how great the episode was, how blessed they were, you know, and how much they can't wait for the next episode. So it's amazing how like God can use us, you know, especially like where we've come from in in our journey, you know, through our struggles. And now it's like, like now we're at a place where we're able to to share with fathers and equip them.
0: And, and definitely it's uh, very encouraging to see how many people are responding, like you said, just sharing their life with us, having that, you know, sense of trust as believers, right? Because we are called to have, be a family in Christ and family doesn't mean you're next to each other, but your family can be somewhere in Singapore, somewhere it can be in Mexico, somewhere in the U.S. We're all family mm-hmm. in Christ, but knowing that the gospel is being preached in its fullness throughout the world is amazing. So I'm yeah. For yeah. Now.
1: You know, and that's definitely one of the benefits of, of, of social media Amen. because we're able to use those platforms to, to share the gospel, to share biblical truth, right. Regardless of how far you are, how close you are, it, it really builds, it really built, you know, and it also builds relationships. Amen like it it really is like especially like in in this time in a pandemic or you know just in the crazy times we're currently facing right now in our country we we need that unity you know that real unity not the what the main the mainstream media unity you know but the actual unity that the bible is is pushing you know for having us come together as as a church and as brothers and sisters in christ recognizing our, our oneness in him as a body and how in these times, we need to stick together like now more than ever, It's really important, you know? All right, so so here we are, finally, recording our second episode today. And we are going to talk about a very important topic, probably, if not perhaps the most important topic, in my opinion. And that is on the gospel.
0: Ooh. Oh, the gospel. Wow, the gospel.
1: Amen. Yes. We've, we've all heard it uh, many times, right, that phrase, the gospel. Right? We hear preachers all the time saying I preach the gospel, but I think for a lot of professing Christians today, I feel like a lot of people don't really have an understanding of the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's for I would say the common misconception for them is that they see it as kind of like the first steps to the Christian faith. Right. Mm-hmm. They come they come to Christ, you know, they pray a prayer, right? They believe Christ after them and and they Profess to, to know Jesus, they pretty much think that they know the gospel uh, in its fullness as some type of, like I said, opening message to Christianity. But, and while that may be true for sure, but what the problem is, I feel like a lot of Christians, they, they stay there. I feel like they just think, you know, like, okay, I've gone through this already, Not never again. And- Like a
0: one-time, and, a one-time deal kind of thing, like once you, you say the, what do call a sinner's prayer, right? Once you say it, you're pretty much yeah. done. That's it. You don't have to do anything else.
1: Right. And, and and who's to say is that who's to say that the sinner's prayer is, is biblical? Right. Mm. I know like people cite John uh, ten nine, right? Mm-hmm. If you confess Jesus confess. Lord and invite him to your heart. Yes, but it doesn't really talk about that. It's just talking about just how our confession just repre- represents our that we've been saved, that we've been given a, a new life in Christ. You know, there was never yeah. some type of repetition. You know, Jesus himself throughout his ministry, he never said Hey, you know the time is fulfilled, right? You know who wants to, uh, you know he didn't he didn't just simply just say repent, believe. So regarding the sinner's prayer, you never see Jesus say, "Hey, who wants to ask me into your heart?" Mm. Right? I see I see that hand. Right? You don't see altar calls taking place. People people just came, right? Mm. Or 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 we or later we see in the book of Acts we see, uh, Peter, right? And his well thought out sermon in Acts chapter two, and at the end of the sermon, people is the scripture says that people were cut to heart, and they were like, "Oh, what shall we do?" And his response was, "Repent and, and believe and be saved." And what we see there is like the and you know and of course this isn't I'm not completely against professions of faith because obviously there's a sense where yes you know if we've been given a new life in Christ there's obviously gonna be some type of profession to show that everybody. That we believe, just like baptism, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. In a sense is a profession of faith. Just the problem with today regarding the sinner's prayer is that for a lot of Christians it's more empty profession. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just words, but there's no there's no evidence, there's no fruit. Mm-hmm. Right. And sadly, that's it's not really what the gospel is ultimately all about. You know? It's uh,
0: it's the gospel. We know the gospel is good <laughs> news, right? It's something that, you know, God has spoken through his word. Christ Mm -hmm. being the logos, right? The spoken word, the living word. Yes, the living word. So knowing that, you know, having that gospel in our hearts, we are a new creation, right? We are being transformed daily when we read his word, when we're we're partaking in communion, just Mm -hmm. recognizing his sacrifice for us. The gospel Mm -hmm. is good news. uh, It is good news. Someone someone called it the love letter to humanity, right? Because Mm. we didn't deserve this uh, amazing grace that Mm -hmm. that that song right the amazing grace is beautiful but if you really think about it wow i don't deserve it right i don't deserve his love because i was at one time an enemy of god at one time i was bellying right i was everything not who he was but yet he would send his beautiful son our king you know to die for us and Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it's amazing but yeah it's Mm -hmm. uh the gospel is something that's really been overlooked
1: it's overlooked yeah for it's a overlooked.
0: while for i would say for oh, yeah. the sake of getting people in the seats but hearts are not being transformed
1: mm, yes you know and it's all it's all entertainment nowadays mm-hmm. right preachers it's hard for me to even like take them seriously because like they're just they're there and yes you know they may be charismatic in their personality right they may be uh, people, people, you know, people like that, you know, they may even be nice people. But Sally, when it comes to preaching, it, it's everything's watered down, you know, mm-hmm. and and as a result, you know, when we when we don't value the gospel, it opens the door to, to all kinds of, of false teachings, right? Like the prosperity gospel, for instance, right, that tells you that you can have your best life now and you can be rich, wealthy, right? And basically God is your personal genie, your personal butler, Right, your wish is my command. Right, and and it's like, (laughs) oh my gosh, yeah. It's all about you, you know. It's Mm, it's never about it's never about holiness. It's never about self denial. It's never it's never about repentance. It's about how can God be used as a means to your end when He's really the end.
0: Your best life now. Your best it's, life now yeah
1: your best life now right like, it, it, it's just it's it's just sad right and then and on the same on that same vein as well, there are people who think who just take the gospel as you know god as a as a means to to say, well, God is love, therefore I could do whatever I want, right i don't mm. have to obey right oh, which is also known as antinomian, antinomianism mm-hmm. right which basically means uh, anti law right no, nomos in greek which means law and they live a life of lawlessness lawlessness but they think well Christ loves me right i can do whatever i want right he's not he's not that he's not god is not the god of wrath in the old testament he you mm-hmm. know
0: he, he, he <laughs> he's, he's a like, loving um Baby he's, my, he's my he's my daddy <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, God, daddy. Uh, daddy. No, I, I hate it when people use that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah God sobered up in the new testament. <laughs> now, <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, oh, he's a loving, loving daddy. Gives mm. you, all, 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 He's like Santa Claus, basically. Yeah. You know? And, and, I,
0: and then, it, there's, there's another aspect of it to, like, you right. know, all grace, but it's all law, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, so can, that's the opposite.
0: It's super, yeah. super strict and things like even like what? Back in the days, you couldn't mm-hmm. wear a certain dress, you a can't. certain height, or they would call you, like, you know, a prostitute or something, which is mm-hmm. also dangerous mm-hmm. because, mm. you know, living that life of of unhealthy fear of God, like, he's out to get you and destroy you. No, you know, he's a He's a holy and righteous guy, but, you know, at the same time, he's loving and requires what we do in a sense that honors him, not out of fear, but out of respect and reverence to a, a holy God.
1: Hmm. That's definitely a good point uh it reminds me of actually of uh you know uh david wilkerson right mm-hmm. great preacher mm-hmm. one of my favorites all oh, of our him. favorites and uh, i remember it, reading in his uh biography written by his son and he, you know how he discussed how like he grew up in a strict pentecostal household which was oh, very yeah. very legal legalistic so as a result they actually like stayed with him throughout much of his life because he felt like no matter what he did Right, especially that God used them tremendously. Right, you know, with Teen Challenge. Right, uh, planting a church in the heart of Times Square. Oh, yeah. You know, at a time when uh, Times Square was was not really a place he wanted to go. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, despite how God used him, he, he struggled a lot because he didn't think God. He didn't think God loved him. But I know, like, toward the end of his life, he started to see more of God's love and grace in his life, in light of what God did for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something wow. that, yeah, well, that's what makes legalism so dangerous because it can really traumatize you to the point where even after you're saved even after you experience the blessings of god in your life you're mm-hmm. still stuck with that mentality yeah you know? and it, and even when in, in all you know and even in our own personal devotions too where let's say you know one day you read the bible and pray maybe the next day you, you didn't for whatever reason and you beat yourself up over it mm-hmm. right but does that honestly make you you know less of a, less of a christian if you didn't mm-hmm. pray that day right Or or you lose your salvation all right, oh as if it's like some type oh, of like on 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 off, on off switch. Like no, like God 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 knows our struggles, and mm. and I believe that for the true Christian, God calls us back to Him, and He receives us with His grace and love, Amen. because that's what the gospel is all about.
0: So, and moving forward, yeah. let me ask you, Milton. Since we're talking about it, what is the gospel?
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the gospel, by definition, simply means good news. Mm. Uh, yeah. and according to well i did some uh, research on this uh when it comes to the word the gospel it, it actually appears 93 times in the new testament alone wow so, pretty cool that's definitely yeah it's good news right also from the Greek word uh, if you want to know the greek word it means uh, uh, mm. right which basically means good news and uh, and why is it good news because it is god's message to sa- god's message of salvation to lost sinners mm-hmm. you and me right all of humanity because we know all of humanity is sinners the gospel reveals to us who god is right who we are and and how we have sinned against the holy god mm-hmm. but on top of that despite that it also shows what god did to save us through his son the lord jesus christ Amen. who died for us on, on the cross so that being said, uh, we're gonna just highlight some quick points over here that I believe are essential. So when we, so when, in order to understand the gospel, the good news, we must first understand the bad news, and that is that we, we're all sinners. Yeah. Right. And theology, particularly in reform theology, we call it radical or total depravity, which basically just highlights the sinfulness of man. Right. We we know uh passage Romans 3:23 for all of sin the oh, sure. yep. glory of God mm-hmm. and uh what stands out to me in that passage is that Paul the apostle Paul basically brings both uh Jews and Gentiles under condemnation in the previous chapters right you had uh, uh, Jews who yeah. were the non-believers mm-hmm. right they didn't have they didn't have the law they didn't have a religious background but you know he no he highlights that no but God gave them a conscience you know, as to do what's right and wrong. And obviously they, they did what was wrong in the sight of the eyes of, of God and they were sinners. But then you had the Jews who did have the law, right? And even though in their eyes they probably think, Oh, I have the law, right? I do I do mm-hmm. my yeah, I keep all the 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 rituals, the feasts, right? Mm-hmm. That they do. But even then Paul was like even though you may have the law, if anything, you're you're even worse. Because you're more you, sinful. Right? <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you know. You, you, you
0: know what you're doing is wrong, but you still you, do it.
1: Yes. You know, and you've disobeyed, and and you're just as bad. You're just aligned with the Gentiles. So yeah. I like I like that Paul basically. He plays no no favorite mm-hmm. right. Even though he himself at one point where was he well, he know he knows because he was a Pharisee right. Yeah. He but when God opened his heart, he recognized like no I am, I am the chiefest of all sinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that. That's definitely a good, it's, it's good to know when it comes to the sinfulness of man that all of us are sinful, regardless of your background, regardless of whether or not you grew up in church. Yeah, so
0: I want to I add to that in verse uh, Psalms fifty 5.
1: Oh, okay. Where mm-hmm.
0: it says, surely I was sinful at birth. Okay. Sinful from the time my mother conceived me. So getting our time of birth, we we're already born in sin. So like, there's no right. way getting, getting away from it without the blood of Jesus. Yeah. We're, we're still sinners at birth. Yeah. To accept Christ. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry. Cut you off. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 It was a good point. I'm glad. I'm glad you did It's funny. Cause like, I actually have a, I believe it's the previous verse from Psalm 51 verse four where uh, David, right. The psalmist, he says, mm. I have sinned against you and you alone. Mm. So when it comes to recognizing sin, recognize that, like I just said, we've all fallen short uh, or like you said, we've been, you know, we were conceived right in sinfulness, mm-hmm. right. Since birth. And overall all sin is it's, it's against God. Mm -hmm. You know, even if, even if I have sinned against you against anybody or anyone else, ultimately, all of my sin is against God. And it doesn't matter how big or small it is. Right? Sin is sin. And and it's against God. And sadly, you know, a lot of preachers today, they don't stress the sinfulness of sin. Mm -hmm. Right? And which uh, leads me to actually this question. How would you say if, preach, if preachers aren't preaching about sin, then how are they bringing, how, how how are they convicting people in the congregation?
0: Well, then there is no conviction if you're not preaching, you know, the gospel, right? Because we know about grace, mm-hmm. God's forgiveness and um, for sin. But at the same time, what is, that, what is being forgiven it is mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. Sin is in rebellion against God. So, mm-hmm. you know, when it says, for the soul who wins sin shall die in Ezekiel,
1: Oh yes. You know our
0: our souls, our human flesh, our bodies are rebelling because it doesn't align with with God and His perfectness because mm. of sin. So mm-hmm. I think preachers today they miss the mark on on preaching the gospel in the sense that they're preaching half the gospel. God loves you, God, yes. you know He He cares for you, He's merciful, but at the same time we forget God is also just and holy and requires that we be unblemished that we be righteous before his eyes and in doing so mm-hmm. we can stand before him mm-hmm. not on our own not, not by our own works right the bible says not in our own works but by, yes. by faith alone in christ alone so that kind of sums up why we as believers put our trust in christ knowing that it's not that what we can do but what he's already done on the cross mm. and that's the, the good news of dying for us taking our sins bearing the wrath of god on himself right
1: oh
0: yes bearing the cup of judgment on themselves, oh, yeah. for, for mm-hmm.
1: on our behalf. No, it's, it's, I like that. It's definitely a good point. It's definitely, it really, you know, that's why it's so important to preach uh, against sin because it really stresses that you are a sinner. I like um what uh the late theologian R.C. Sproul says, says, you know, we're not sinners because we sin. We sin because we are sinners because that mm-hmm. is in our nature, right? Yeah. Or, uh, our, our hearts are uh, desperately, uh, they're sick and, and desperately wicked. You know, and on top of that, I think about the first great commandment, right? Which is love the Lord before your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Amen. But apart from Christ, we did not love him with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. If anything we hated him, we mm. wanted nothing to do with it. If anything we hated God our heart, soul, mind, and strength, we wanted nothing to do with him, right? Or like in Romans 1, where it says that we refuse to give God thanks, right? Mm.
0: We say we uh, exchange, uh, let me see
1: yeah let's see yeah let's yeah, try to kill it yeah. <laughs> oh, real quick romans one okay so yeah verse uh, 18 romans one. Oh uh, yeah for the wrath of god is revealed to heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth mm-hmm. well what can we know about god as plain to them for god has shown unto them so obviously for you know the world god has pretty much revealed himself
0: yeah already it's, it's creation
1: right? otherwise known as general revelation in, in theology. Mm-hmm. And and then continuing on for uh, verse twenty, for his divine attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. And we were just saying And the things that have been made, so that they are without excuse. Now here here's the part I wanted to, to highlight. For although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks, thanks. to mm-hmm. Him, and became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts became darkened. So yeah. that that's that's really wow. powerful.
0: Wow. So and this is like, even after this is the exchange the glory of the immortal God mm-hmm. for images. So that, that that kinda like brings back to like how yes. the Israelites in the wilderness, right? They saw God in his glory. They saw, you know, the back of God like on the mountain. Oh yes. But oh, even yes. then they, they were still like, oh we still want a golden calf. We want something that's that's tangible, right? It's oh, yeah. Like today's today's Christianity. We want something mm-hmm. that's tangible to to touch, to see, to to hear the voice of God, to prophesy, to, you know, speak in declaring the clearing out and all these all this other stuff but it's basically saying i want something that i can touch and see and hear my senses but god is immortal god is not bound by humanity by time by space god is Uh god
1: yeah god essentially you know god in his nature he's a spirit
0: Mm -hmm. right
1: and i think uh, i don't remember what passage is like that but he talks about that where he's like oh yeah i'm not a I'm not an idol. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but okay. It's, I know it's, so. but uh, yeah, just going back to Romans one. Yeah. Because people's rejection of God, right. They, ex- they exchange it for something else. They exchange it for an idol because if it's not God, you're always going to be sinking after something else. Mm. Right. Even, even, even for an atheist who believes that God doesn't exist, they have some type of God. Right. Cause saying no God is still
0: something. God. Yeah. Saying no God is still saying another mm-hmm. have a God. That's your, right.
1: or, or perhaps their God is maybe their God is something else like money, success, mm. fame,
0: tranquility, uh, you know, things that are peace.
1: Tranquil, Right. Even so. Yeah. Even some of the good things in life, right. Having yeah. a nice family, uh, a house. Mm. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately when, when God is not in the picture, you're going to have something else in the pictures. Mm. And for us as Christians, now we recognize that our standards ha- ha- have been set too low because yeah. it's, it's no longer on God. It's on something that is of the world, mm-hmm. which is fading away. Yeah. So, that's, so why we, yeah. that's why we have to get back to the point on driving just the evilness of sin, because that will bring conviction to us. Um, it will make us recognize that we have sinned against the holy God. It will make us recognize that we need a savior because the Bible says our, our righteousness are what? Filthy rags. Rags. Ooh. You know, which, which is pretty mm. pretty graphic. You know, wow. it just goes to show, like, no matter what you do, you can never gain it on your own, right? And, and especially today, we have more of, like, these self-help talk style messages, Christian churches that, you know, you can basically, like, hear in, like, a seminar, right, or, or a TED Talk. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, like, how, you know, you can get, you can be, your, you can be your best self, right? And of course, you know, I'm not against personal growth. Right, for instance, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not for example, I'm, I'm all for exercising, eating healthy, right? You know, self-care overall, good stuff, but yes. self-care is not gonna save you. Mm. But salvation is not in you, right? It's not in mm-hmm. me, it's not in anyone, it's not it's not in a president, it's not in some legislation. Mm-hmm. Those are just laws. And, and and even even the law itself can't save us. Remember Paul in Romans, I believe it's Romans seven where basically he talks about the law and the function of the law is to to point out. Or sin.
0: sin, yeah, exactly. It's like a mirror, it's a mirror, yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's to show your flaw, it was just to show the Israelites their flaws. That how many times they would try to accomplish the, the law, they always fell short by one, and that one would diminish their yeah. kind of sense of like all oh, righteousness towards God. No, they were still unable to attain even one of them at one time.
1: But yeah, yeah it, rem- it reminds me of a, a verse in I believe the book of James where it says, If you broke one, yeah, <laughs> you broke one light, broke in the mall. Yeah, like, oh. so
0: it's pointless trying to like accomplish that, you know.
1: I'm like, like it's, it's crazy. It's like, oh man, how, how can I get to heaven, right? You know, apart uh, when you when you rec- when you recognize that, it's like, yeah, you really do need you need Jesus, you need mm-hmm. our Lord and Savior, yeah. you know, and that's why we have to recognize that only Jesus can step in, mm-hmm. and as we know. Jesus, when he was on the cross, he bore the wrath of God for our sins. Amen. Right, because Romans six twenty three says, "For the wages of sin is death, death." Right, and as we've seen throughout, even throughout the Old Testament, God acted in judgment, right, against the Israelites or even against the nations mm-hmm. later on, mm-hmm. right? And He's a, and He's acted in judgment. God, yeah. God is a God is a just God, and people, I think they have a hard time believing that because, like we we were just talking about they just stress just the love
0: so mm-hmm. I, i've been reading old testament i like how people say how could god destroy like the Amorites and people like that you know people who he demolished like children and women and stuff mm-hmm. but if you really re- if you read through the chapters prior to that even before it shows god was patient with them you know he gave them time to to yes. repent and turn from their sin even now like god is still patient with us like I was oh, I really, could see yeah. you know I you know, you know how patient he is, so yeah, it's it's mind blowing how we kinda of take the part of oh God's wrath, but as you see what he's done from creation to now, he's been so patient with us, like you know, it's like kinda of like if you're a father to a son, right? Your son does so much wrong and there's at a point where the father has to instruct him, not because he hates him, but he loves him to turn from that wrongdoing to something that's right. You know. But that concept is kinda of like out the window with with Christianity in general and humanity, like you can't properly discipline your children without feeling you're hurting them. No, you want to instruct them in the ways of the Lord and discipline is needed. Right. You know, the Bible says, you know, he. But
1: discipl- God disciplines those he disciplines loves. Us.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I,
1: believe, I believe that's in, in Romans 12, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. God disciplines those he loves and uh it's definitely, yeah, it's so true because if we, we have, and that's how you know that when it comes to, the gospel, we recognize that God, yes, although He acts in wrath, but the gospel is also a demonstration of God's love. There you go. You yeah. gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a balance between the two. Yeah, they they both go hand in hand. You can't mm-hmm. elevate one or or the other, because then you have an imbalanced view of the gospel, mm-hmm. right? And. And what's, the, and what's the best way for God to show us that love? Through Jesus Christ, right? I mean, One of my favorite texts in the Bible is from uh, Romans uh, 5.8, where it says, but God demonstrates his own love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah, Imagine that. Wow. While we were still sinners, while we didn't want anything to do with God, while, while we chose to blaspheme him or, you know, ignore those wow. telling us about God, right? Just doing things that are unspeakable, you know, and, and, you know, I'm, I thank God that I've never done anything horrendous in my life, but that doesn't make me any less of a sinner. Right. But even mm-hmm. then it's like, regardless of where you were at before Christ, it's like, God's like, Nope, I love you. I'm going to save you. And mm-hmm. what better way to, ex- and, and moreover, I'm saving you because I love you. Wow. I love you. And on top of that, God also saves us for his glory. Amen. Right. He doesn't just, when he saves us, he doesn't just simply to save us within ourselves, right? Like remember, think of Israel, right? God chose Israel, not because they were the most prestigious nation, not because they were the strongest nation or, or the biggest nation, but because out of his love and for his glory, to, mm-hmm. bring, to, to bring honor to yeah. his great name. For his, for his pleasure. For his pleasure. And and it's and it's to us, he extends that grace, despite, despite your past, despite what people you know i think in the context of the world today if you've done something if you've done something horrendously wrong that can mess you up for life yeah. right? people will always oh, yeah. look at you as like mm-hmm. oh you you maybe maybe did drugs back in the past right or whatever you committed some type of vow act. bring that up even if even if you've not done it in years they bring mm-hmm. that up you, you know
0: even even for applying for a job like oh you, yes if you've been to prison like that's oh, yeah, on that's, the record you that's, know? That's, that's hard, that's, hard yeah, that's you the that. that's, yeah.
1: yeah that's the worst that's yeah that's the worst because it's like it, it, it's tough and and I can understand you know to an extent because obviously you know we do have laws we have obviously yes there needs to be justice that's that's mm-hmm. executed and all that mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like God can God can save yeah you know he can he can save you regardless because God God, know, God knows we God knows we've sinned God knows mm-hmm. you know I think about like think this is not one thing that stood out to me recently is the fact that every person on the surf throughout all generations has sinned, right? There's never been one person. Oh yeah. One person, not one who has lived a perfect life. Not not one person has been righteous. And so for us as Christians to understand that, how much sin we've committed and yet, how much more grace God has shown that Mm -hmm. should overwhelm us. That should bring us to our knees to tears and say, God, like, thank you, because I don't deserve it. Wow. I don't, I don't deserve it. And yeah,
0: I I, I, want to add to that. Like when you said, you know, I have the verse, um, second Corinthians 521, it says, Oh um, yes. God made him who knew no sin to be sin. sin. He Mm -hmm. became our sin. That's crazy. Right. You know, being our sin on our behalf. So that in him we might become the righteousness of yes. God. Wow.
1: Yes. Yeah. And you know, awesome. and that and what that doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that Jesus Himself became no He became a sinner. But no, that no. He, he was reckoned as somebody who sinned like yeah. us, like you and me. and exactly. you know, in, in return, he would reckon us as righteous, wow. right? Which is also known as, as as imputation. He imputated his righteousness to us, in which mm-hmm. now we are placed in right standing before God. That. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, no, and not only that, we, our sins are forgiven wow. Our, and we are now reconciled to God, right? Whereas before we were children of wrath, mm-hmm. now we are his sons and daughters. daughters we are his holy people. And we right? have the our, gift,
0: right? The Holy Spirit, given it as a gift to the true believer, you know, to be yes. with us. When he mm-hmm. says to me, for me to go to the Father I leave with you the comforter, which is the Holy the Spirit. Com-
1: and that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful promise because, you know, we see it in the Old Testament as that's part of God's uh, new covenant, right? That mm-hmm. he'll, you know, not just instill the law in us, right? But also his spirit, right? He will wow. take out a, har- a hearts of stone mm. uh, and put in a heart of flesh, wow. right? And Ezekiel 36, right? Valley of dry bones. That's a mm-hmm. perfect example yeah. of, of God saving a person, He literally takes us who are dead in our sins and He brings us to life wow. through His Holy Spirit. That's awesome, right? And again, it's all, it's all, and it's all out of His love, right? Yeah. And of course, John 3 16, mm. right? The most famous verse in oh, yeah. the Bible for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that everyone who believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. I mean, mm. there's, there's nothing more beautiful than that wow. to recognize look what our God has done. It's in spite of ourselves.
0: Wow. That's amazing. And I know that everyone knows it. If you're a believer, unbeliever, Muslim, Christian, mm-hmm. Mormon, we know this, but then, you know, it's so simple that Christ came mm-hmm. to bear our sin, mm-hmm. to bear the wrath of God. And then displaying that was God's love for us. Like who would give your own son to die for your enemy? Yes. Right? Who would yes. do that? Who in the right mind is world would do that? But God is so infinite, God is so loving and so beautiful in all his ways. So I'm in awe.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree to that. Ugh, I, I like that you mentioned that verse because I'm trying to find it. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, here it is. Romans five, verse seven. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person would one even dare to die. Wow. So imagine that. So even for a good person so even if, if if a person is in danger. Would you know some people they still wouldn't give their life for them Mm -hmm. you know but whereas christ he didn't he didn't give his life to good people he gave his life to sinners sinners yeah to bad to bad people people who deserve (laughs) condemnation people who deserve hell and god's like nope i'm gonna send my son and despite you being in a sinful state despite you blaspheming me i'm gonna save you and i'm gonna create a people for my glory and that is the beauty of of the gospel. It re- that Like when we, when we so, look at that in that light, we recognize it is more than just the first steps to the Christian life. It is the very essence of it mm-hmm. because it encapsulates our entire life of faith. It, rec- it, it makes us recognize that we have indeed been given a new life, right? Not, mm-hmm. you know, being, being born again. And I know like sometimes we can even look, we, we can even overlook that as well, right? Oh, I'm born again. Okay. But what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. when we look at it, you've, being born again represent reflects the fact that you have been given a new life through Christ, through the power yeah. of the Holy Spirit, in yeah. which now you have a new heart that desires to do what pleases God, as opposed to the opposite. You know, it, it's it's a it's amazing. Yes. So, any uh, comment on that or questions?
0: I feel like today we we need to go back to the basics, right? Yes. I'm not saying this is basic in a sense, but the core it's a it's core our value. foundation. Yeah, mm-hmm. amen. The foundation. You know, Christ being a cornerstone, right? That the world is rejected, but in the end, he'll be glorified and being, you know, he'll be back in his glory, you know, his second coming. And, you know, the Bible says in the end, you know, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So no matter if you, in this world, if you confess or not that you love Christ, we're all going to be bound before him anyway. So there's no (laughs) getting away from that. But Mm -hmm. why wait to that moment in time? And do it now, out of grace, you know, out of love and mercy, because grace is not forever in this lifetime. Mm. You know that it's it's for a moment. You know, for the believer, it's for eternal. But for those those who don't know grace, you know, it's a, t- right. a time just, time is ticking. They,
1: yeah, they only have it's only one life, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like once this light, once you're dead, it's over. And that's why it's so important to 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 turn to Christ now. You know, so I definitely want to you know for anyone who's listening to us right now and maybe perhaps you don't know christ and you've been listening to this message today i hope that you may recognize that god sent his son jesus to die for you you know regardless of where you're at right now regardless of how you feel regardless of how the world is just recognize that god is still on the throne he's still he's still saving people to this day yeah people people are being saved you know even now and even even in the world even in the countries that suffer the most persecution are people are being saved. You know, I, like I just recently, well, for, for those who don't know, I'm a, I'm a news contributor, a Christian news contributor. I recently wrote a story about, about persecution in North Korea. And point I had in one of my, my, my articles was about how Christians in prison, they're still sharing the gospel. Wow. They're still speaking about God to, to other prisoners. That's and awesome. North Korea is the number one country in the world where Christians are most persecuted. And yet the gospel is still being preached. It's still being shared. Wow. And God is still at work. So that's why, like, you know, as the ver- um, the Bible says, you know, with man, it's impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Yes, it yes. doesn't matter. You know, it gives, it gives me so much hope. It gives me so much encouragement. And even, I would say for you and me, Dan, even though we've been uh, several years in the faith, I would say, like, to us now, like, the gospel is just so much more glorious yeah, yeah. you because know, there's there's it's it's of infinite worth
0: of all the riches in the world like six figures seven figures it means nothing compared- it means
1: nothing it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you know your title your your popularity mm-hmm. right all that all that's fading right once you're you're dead you're you're gone forever i mean unless you're somebody you know famous right mm-hmm. you know you're not going to be remembered but even then, if you're famous,
0: you're still going to be forgotten. You know, time passes. you going to be
1: forgotten anyway, yeah. You,
0: you, you become a relic. So it's like, what's the point? That's why I think yeah. it's, it's important now as believers, you know, we, we understand that, you know, that God's love for us is eternal. And yeah. that love that we don't deserve is there for us and for the believer and unbeliever. And those who've strayed, like I've strayed in the past, you know, here and there i know melton you had your testimony you're straight yes Yes. Yeah, but you know the prodigal son man i I love that that verse you know just he welcomes he welcome he welcomes his arms open arms like a father to his son he gives him the best robes the rings he gives he kills the first lamb and i'm just like you know why what do i do deserve deserve this love you know but that's how beautiful the gospel is and you know we get emotional about it just talking about it because yeah it's beautiful because you know God is so good and he's been so faithful in our lives and you know our friendship with me and Milton you know it was through the gospel right it was through Christ it wasn't it, was, it wasn't vanity, it wasn't you know games or football it was it was Christ and I'm just so thankful for it thankful for God bringing us together and illuminating us, right? You know, opening our eyes to the gospel for what it is, not just yeah. what the world will tell you what Christianity is, but, you know, just seeing who, who he is in his word. And um, I look forward to just continuing standing for the truth, standing for the gospel. And like those, those our brothers sisters in Christ in Korea, you know, I pray that we can have that same faith, that we stand for the truth in the face of death, in the face of adversity, but knowing that it's all worth it. You know, it's all worth it amen because he's worth it so amen. thank
1: you yeah yeah and you know you know what like no matter what you know as jesus says you know he is he's the one who established his church you know not even the gate the gates of hell can prevail. prevail so it is such it is such a a, a comfort for us that even in the midst of, of persecution in the midst of chaos because we know yeah we know we, we know things are going to get worse in the last days mm-hmm. we know for us religious liberty is, is is slowly diminishing right where whether you're being persecuted or in this case you're canceled right as people <laughs> like, like 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 to cancel today but the church has always thrived in persecution it really has i mean yeah, think yeah. Of the early church they they mm-hmm. went they, they went through some crazy crazy times
0: yeah right um, like
1: yeah I think about the great, the fire of 64 AD by Emperor Nero, who he had, mm. had apparently set a Roman fire and he blamed it on Christians. And of course, in turn, they would persecute Christians, right? Whether it's like, you know, feeding them to like the lions, right? Or killing them or even like post their bodies on a, on a post and like set them on fire and use them as, as lampposts. Wow. I don't know if you ever heard about that. Yeah,
0: I've heard of that. Like they burned Christians alive. And, and I think be-
1: they were, yeah, alive, right? I'm assuming they're alive.
0: Alive. alive. I I know some people try to downplay the crucifixion of Christ, you know, seeing how how worse they were now, but what made Christ more was that he was bearing the wrath of his father. And that's the importance of why the gospel is important compared to like, not trying to downplay the the crucifixions of the saints of the past, but knowing that he would have to be separated for a while from the father because of sin, right? Because even the mm-hmm. father had to t- t- turn away because the sin was so great on him. But that, for me, is so powerful for us. Yeah. Do that for us.
1: Yeah, and I see it also in, in Isaiah where it says that it pleased it pleased them. It pleased the father to, to, crush to crush him. him. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of people have taken that out of context and saying, oh, look, that's that's cosmic child abuse. Because there mm. are people who, who have denied the wrath of God. But mm. uh, but as a result, um, they, they have a misunderstanding because, again, God... Of course, yes, he acted in wrath, but it wasn't, you know, out of out of cosmic child abuse or some, you know, uh, some. Uh, he didn't do it with malicious intent. Yeah, right. A, all, all, pleasure,
0: all, like like.
1: This was all part of his plan of salvation. Yeah. Right. Even, even going back to uh, the Garden of Eden, I want to just read a, a text real quick that just came to my mind. So, like after Adam and Eve fall, right? God sends out his, his punishment right, as we know, and there's a text here where he lays out, like, different punish- punishments, right, for, like, Adam, even, and, of course, the serpent, mm-hmm. and this is what, what what he tells the serpent, right, And uh oh, Genesis yeah. mm-hmm. 3, verses 14 and 15, because you have done this, uh, the text reads, Curses are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field, on your belly as you go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life, and then verse 15, I will put between you and the woman between your house offspring and her offspring he shall mm-hmm. bruise your head and you shall bruise his, his heel and there's a term here that in theology known as proto evangelium mm-hmm. which is basically basically means the first instance of the gospel so in genesis three fifteen, right we t- it talks about the offspring crushing the head of, of the serpent. serpent that's basically mm-hmm. the first instance of, of jesus Wow! Yeah. That, That's even awesome. though some, right? Or you know, it's 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 so amazing because even though saying he thinks he has the last laugh, but in mm. reality, our savior he had he had the first strike. He wasn't mm. taken by surprise, right? He wasn't thrown off. <laughs> he's like, no, like you're 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 the, he's already defeated. Yeah. Right. Or, or I think it's in Revelation where it says, uh the Lamb was slain before the foundation they of the, the world." Wow! Imagine that, even before the world was created, wow. before we went into sin. Before, before all of that, God had already everything in set. He had a plan. Yeah. He had he a had, plan. yeah, and his he, plan he, has
0: not. The enemy mm-hmm. thought he 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 was winning when when Adam and Eve fell. And I like how you know, throughout from Genesis through Revelation, yeah. it has glimpses of Christ. You know, you know it's it his his coming the Messiah, right? And then New Testament filled. So it's kind of beautiful knowing that even through their life, Adam and Eve, you know, knowing through through that that wreckage of humanity. God would have redemption through that process through his yeah. son and that's all yeah. fulfilled wow it's all amazing. it's all
1: fulfilled it's amazing yeah and that's why it's like uh when it comes to you know also on a, on a personal and practical level you know we have we should remind ourselves of the gospel day you know preach the gospel to yourself every mm-hmm. day yeah. remind yourself of this what God has done for you through Jesus yeah. Christ wow you know because it we're, we're gonna need it because guess what we struggle right we go through our rough seasons in life and at times even leads us to the point where we even question our faith, right? Mm-hmm. But yet God, because of his love, because of what he's done for us, we can reflect on that and, and just say, no, like, regardless of what I'm going through, I'm still going to hold on to what God has done for me. Because uh, Jesus also, like, Bible says in Hebrews 7.25, he says that he always lives to make intercession for us. Even so right now, God, Christ is interceding for you, he's interceding for me, he's interceding for, for his church. Mm-hmm. and it just amen. goes to show that the, just the permanence of the covenant that christ has established with his people and that yeah he has he keeps us to the end right jesus says i'm with you what to the end of the age to the end amen. of the earth wow. so that's why it's like it's important to preach the gospel to ourselves because not only it reminds us of where we came from but it also reminds us of where we're going amen right that one day we will be with him forever wow right where there'll be no sin Right, no, no condom- weeping, no weeping, no no, one- no weeping, right? No tears. Wow, that's awesome. No wicking. We have such a glorious promise.
0: Yeah, future. Right? Yeah,
1: future promise. Or uh, I like what Romans eight eighteen says. It says, "Not even the present sufferings compared to compared glory to the, that bro. lies away So imagine <sighs> that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like the glory is is so great. It's so infinite. That's why I like, we have to continue to preach the gospel to ourselves. But also we want to, not only does that motivate us to keep going, right, in our walks of faith, but that should also push us yeah. to share the gospel, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise known as the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I want to just highlight just something real real quick. This is from a book that I've read here on missions. It's pretty, pretty cool. I never, never read the whole thing, but I, there's one part that really stood out to me. Uh, in the first chapter and it talks about just the word on proclamation so it says here what do we mean by proclaiming as the english law even now a proclamation in biblical times was a former public announcement from royalty there are several words for proclaiming in the bible but the ma- basic meaning of the words always means to the activity of the messenger conveying important message which have been given to him either orally or in writing these words can be used in a variety of ways so i thought that was pretty interesting just overall like when you're proclaiming the gospel Mm -hmm. you're proclaiming a message that has been given to you right and overall it's an announcement of royalty so it could be an announcement Mm -hmm. of a king right Mm -hmm. someone important of high importance right you proclaim something right you're 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 conveying something that's been given to you and when it comes to the gospel we're yeah we're doing the same thing we're not conveying uh, a message from some a human king or a human mm-hmm. leader, yeah. we're, we're but the king of kings, And the Lord of lords.
0: Yeah, we we even show like when you proclaim royalty, right? You have that confidence that he is my king that he will yes. take care of me. Mm. So you you have that sense of like he has taken care mm. of me and he will con- he will continue to, however long it will be. So it's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. You,
1: and and you know that, and to add to that, that it, may, it reminds me of like that that should even change our focus, our our thinking. As well, in the sense of, like, before, like, we were talking about earlier about how we feel like we have to, like, earn our way to Christ right through our works, through, mm-hmm. through this, and it becomes more than an obligation, but mm. it, it's it's a privilege for us to serve. Oh, yeah. Now it's like, you want to, like, now, yeah. You want to do it exactly. Yeah, you want exactly. to do it mm-hmm. uh, out of your love for him, not because you know. Oh, if I don't do it, right? You know, you're you're just you're, you're adding so much pressure on yourself. Yeah, right? exactly. you feel Like no matter what you do, God isn't pleased with you. But no, but because God is God, God saved you because God loved you because God mm. has changed your heart. And I was like, wow. okay, now I want to serve Him. Now I want to go out and preach the gospel, Heck, right? Right. Or in this case, no, make a podcast, right? Mm. Or get into missions, right? Or plan a church. Right, oh. you know how on like on YouTube, right? They have like those motivational type of videos, mm-hmm. yeah right? Or those motivational speeches. working out? working out? Yeah, right. And and, and, and I'm not like it. I know I get I I I hear a few every now and then, but, <laughs> but but this the gospel. This is the ultimate motivational message. Yeah. You know, wow. <laughs> There's That's true. no nothing nothing else compares. I mean. Nothing else compares. Wow. So just get into our last point i just want to highlight some of the consequences of not Mm -hmm. preaching the gospel so like have like we've just discussed when we don't preach the gospel people are stuck with a performance mentality right where you think where you resolve to think okay it's salvation plus works Mm. right like, like, like catholicism yeah right i have to do all these rituals i have to go to confession This and that, I gotta stay, you know, and and it's just repetition, repetition. And sadly, there's no, there's no real assurance, there's no real satisfaction or contentment, right? Or another one, right? Vulnerability to false doctrines, Mm. right? And there's a lot of them today. And when you take the gospel out of the picture, you again, you end up seeking something else. Yeah, you end up seeking some other type of message because if God is not in the picture, you're, you're gonna have something else in the picture. Amen. Or even if you do have God in the picture, it's not the God of the Bible; it's the God of your, your own man. Your own God, yeah, exactly.
0: Right? Your
1: own God, right? Also, dependence, dependence on man, right? Rather than God, where you just try to you trying to find hope, perhaps and maybe like your pastor or your, a prophet, right? But overall, like, you can't find them in, in your in your leaders either because they're just they're just messengers, mm-hmm. right? They're they they can't save you. They can lead you to Christ, mm-hmm. but the the whole point preaching the gospel is to not to lead people to you, right? The preacher, but yeah. to lead them to God.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. We, we have to get, we have to get back to that. And of course, overall, just recognizing the, you know, when the gospel isn't preached, you know, what does that mean? You know, there's no, for, for the unbeliever, because mm-hmm. if you're not proclaiming the message of salvation, then guess what? You know, the Bible says they're still under the wrath of God. is still under condemnation.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, we we yeah. mentioned it before the Matthew seven, how, when their people were professing, right? Oh yes. Um, you know, I I did signs and wonders. I proclaimed your name, but it, the mm-hmm. Christ said, "I never knew you." Yeah, and that's one of my you know favorite verses, and also one of my scariest verses. Like for anybody, it should be, it should be scary because like, you it, think you're doing the work of God, but then at the same time, it's like, wait, what happened, my mate?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that passage should always convict us because yeah. it reminds us that that apart from Christ, it doesn't It doesn't matter what you do. Or what you don't do. And one thing, when, when in, that, in that same passage, Matthew 7, Jesus says, I, ne- I never knew you. Right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't say, well, I knew you at one point, and then you stop. He says, I yeah. never knew you. Meaning exactly. that it was never a relationship to begin with, despite your profession of faith.
0: So it goes by saying, like, you were worshiping your own God, instead of God himself. Yeah. Your own your, image of God.
1: Yeah, you are just worshiping your own God. Or, or in this case, you just held on to Christianity as, as a label. Mm. It was just a label to you. It was just, just an accessory. Oh wow! But it, as as opposed to the wholeness of the Christian life, the, no. the recognition that it's a it's it is a relationship with Jesus. Wow. And when I think I think of John seventeen verse three it says, "And this is the eternal life that they may know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent." That's what eternal life is all about. I know some people think eternal life is. When I get to heaven, when I get past the pearly gates, no eternal life starts in the mm-hmm. when you receive Jesus Amen. and, and, and it is the best relationship that you could ever have. All right. So uh, any, any last
0: words before we close? Oh man, I was excited for this uh, episode of the core you know, of our faith, the gospel. Right. And I'm, I'm happy and excited that just to describe it uh, in a certain amount of time we have, you know, but yeah. able to at least get all the gist of it and knowing that we didn't leave anything out, the influence of the gospel. And I'm really excited for that.
1: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I definitely feel like we've definitely covered, you know, at least a little overview of the, of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, if you go into it in depth, it's like there's just so much more mm-hmm. to study. It's it's yeah. just like, especially like in preparation for this episode, as I was like taking notes, looking at different passages, kind of like like you were sharing earlier, like you're going to go into your passage, and you're like, like oh my goodness, I'm just scratching the surface here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I was telling you, I was reading through my notes on my my Bible, and you you're highlighting and you're writing notes, and I only it's like one word of the Bible. Like there's so much, <laughs> not even a chapter, not even a verse. So I'm like, so oh for us, this this podcast is not even just to share like not even a glimpse of what the gospel is. Like go to the oh, Bible, yeah. read the Bible, go exactly,
1: read, go yeah, read it for go, yourself. Go. I would yes. take our word
0: for it, you know. We 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 mm-hmm. read it, and we're still reading it, and we're still we're reading st- it, and we st- and we're still reading it.
1: <laughs> we're still we reading, love it. and we love yes. it. We love it. Yeah, we're still at the end of the day, as I like to say, you know, we're we're students of of the Word always, Amen. you know, and thank and God. we're always learning. And I just thank God that again for for His for the gospel. It's just it's just overwhelming. I mean, personally, I've been just overwhelmed just seeing what he's done mm-hmm. what he continues to do in my life and also in your in your life yeah and with this podcast we definitely want to continue to to share biblical truth to share to point people to jesus but like you said don't look to us at the end of the day yeah. look to him right Amen. we can only we're just the messengers but look, go to go to him Amen. seek him and you will find him read his Amen. word and and you will ex- experience a transformation like no, no other for, for his glory. Amen. So at the close of this episode, I just want to say thank you all for, for listening. We appreciate your support, especially for those who have listened to our first episode. Uh, Be sure to follow us on on all our social media platforms, uh, on on our podcast platforms like Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, and, and Apple. And stay tuned because we definitely have a lot more coming, especially in our third episode and fourth episode because it's a two-part series with this one and we're going to talk about a very important topic that I feel like just like with today's message on the gospel we want to highlight another important message that is sadly not stressed in the church today and that's on the topic of discernment especially against false teaching wow so I can't wait that yeah that one's gonna be that's a big one that's a that thing, is, Because I know that's something yeah. we've, we've talked about so many times, <laughs> so many times, and we've seen it, just the lack of discernment in the church today, and we need a now more than ever, man.
0: Mm-hmm. So stay tuned, guys, and we can't wait to see you all. We love you, and God bless you, and those are my final words. I love you guys.
1: God, God bless you guys. Take care.